The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. We want to be firm. We want to be fast. That's our deal. When they use words like soft, that's the worst thing they can say about course number two is it played soft. So, But Preston Wood, they have, they have a buffet that's as easily as long as a as a, a hooded fifty six degree wedge. I mean, it goes on forever, and it's it's fantastic. We, uh, that's at Preston. Yeah, is that just on Sundays or no? Nah, well, they had, Sunday they, they extend it to like a full eight iron. Right? <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's they have a sushi bar and all. It's yeah, they have lobster one day and that came flying around the corner and the bungee and the boom came out, smacked Sam's brand new Explorer. Ooh. He had just got this car too, and I felt so bad. <laughs> I'd call Sam over and said, "Man, I just." That's dented your car. Golf course superintendent running around the company vehicles screaming at me, do this and do that, and I'm like, how you get that gig? And that's how it all started. You're listening to Pullin' Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture, an innovative company that is dedicated to your success by pioneering new technologies to provide solutions for your challenges. Simplot Turf and Horticulture is a partner you can grow with and provides the latest products from all of the leading manufacturers. Simplot Turf and Horticulture. Bringing Earth's resources to life. Now, here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Pulling Weeds. Episode whatever it is. It's September 1st. We're getting the numbers confused, folks. I'm quitting counting. We're going to start calling them people, not numbers. Who cares about numbers? Nobody's number one. I listened to a podcast the other day, and... It was like episode 257 that had come out, and I was like, what have I missed? <laughs> Once we got in the 20s, there's no way I keep it straight. But Heard that. Well, hey, um, pretty special guest today, huh? Man, this is a good interview. I, I'm excited about this. Well, I think the cool part is, is people are going to say, well, why do you have a guy from Texas on pulling weeds? Well, I think the reason for that is, and we'll talk about it with him, is the fact that he's still a member of the Carolinas. Yep, and I, I was unaware of that, man. That's cool. Yeah, we've got a number of those, and I think that, He's a good example of some folks that we might be able to um, to get on the show that don't necessarily still reside within the Carolinas, but are in the profession. More money for the association. Ah, uh, you know, we we try and keep dues reasonable, so I think that's hey. why some of them are able to maintain it. Uh, plus, there's a lot of information in the magazine uh, that comes out six times a year. Yeah, no, I was being facetious. I wasn't no, really. no, I know. I got you. It's all good. So while we're talking about the association, let's talk about something. One yes, of, sir. One of the member benefits. Correct. Something I do every time I get an email from Melissa. Uh, it's an employment referral service. Correct. Uh, you might see it shortened to ERS on Twitter sometimes. But That's right. So and tell me about that. It. Some people have issues with us in the Carolinas with that because we only have it available to members. It's a benefit to being a member. Um, if a job is posted in the Carolinas, I think kind of our philosophy is it should be a benefit that you should hear about that through ours and not just an open posting board for anyone. So, um, but it used to come out every Thursday. So I think it was 10 years ago or so. It just, it was an email blast that would come out and it would have the week's worth of jobs, anything new. And then the old ones that would just stay on there. Um, and a couple years ago when we went with the new website, we went with a, uh, I, I call it real time, 
because now if a guy needs an assistant on a Monday, he can go, he can post a job, and with your help through social media, we can alert our members to that posting as early as Monday instead yeah. of waiting until Thursday of that week. And it's not just assistants jobs or superintendents. There's industry Spray jobs. techs, yeah. industry jobs, correct, yeah. Sales positions. Like yeah. And it's not just North South Carolina either. Correct. There'll be Virginia, Georgia. Correct. Kind of some bordering states, I guess. It is. Um, but it, it's, again, another benefit of being a member of the Carolinas, along with the magazine that we referenced earlier, too, that you get. Yep. Carolina's green. That's it, man. Good publication. You know, I'll tell you a funny story about that. Trent Bouts is our magazine editor, and he does not like to be in the spotlight, never takes credit for anything, although he should be given a whole heck of a lot of credit for our success um, over the last 20 years, if you will. But uh, GCSAA used to give an award. And when you come in the office next time, check it out. It's in the trophy case. They're little pyramids, um, like six inches high. Yeah. And it would say uh, chapter publication of the year. And so I, I'm looking at these things, and we have like a 10-year streak. Do you really? Of the Carolinas from Trent writing wow. this when we, t- when we went to a six-times-a-year publication, if you will, full color. It got to the point they quit giving the award. That's awesome. And we got them all. <laughs> and they just quit giving it. Uh, I like so that. yeah, it's pretty. So when you yeah. come in and check that that top row of all those little pyramids in the trophy case, just read those one time. And you'll be like, oh wow, they Man. did quit because of Trent. <laughs> Before we get to Casey, Casey call for our special guest. We are back in Winston Salem, in the same seats that hurt your butt last time we were here. Splinterville at Reynolds Park. My man, Ryan I think McClendon. the only thing that's changed is the two new greens. Place still looks good. It, was, it wasn't as hot last time we were here recording. No, and you could see the shop. It's grown a little around the edges. I got you. No, the golf course was great. Oh, yeah. I spent a little time on the putting green for I What do you like to call it? Reynolds Creek? I think I did call it Reynolds Creek. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. It's great. Um, it's It's been a good year uh, in terms of meeting new folks, right? Yeah. Uh, Ryan's been involved a lot in the Blue Ridge. I hadn't had a chance to spend a lot of time with him. Um, and he came to the office this year for our local association president's meeting, and it's kind of spurned, um, heck, coming here a couple times, a couple phone dialogues. I think we've almost got him up to 400 on uh, followers on the Twitter machine. And There was a question of, of him interfering with our bromance, and uh, I've got no competition with Casey after, uh, after today. That's that's. I don't know what that word is, but bromance is not sufficient. It's it's eagle claw meets little do boy. I don't I don't I do don't know. boy. Yeah. So um, I have no idea what what went on here. There was a lot of physical contact between two men. Well, they for are tight. The hour. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But no. So Ryan, getting back to Ryan, um, I think it's really neat when you see guys like this that are willing to serve their association. Yep. Um, he jokes about low end or whatever facility wise but budgets shouldn't matter when it comes to a person's willingness to serve so what i like about this location is we are how far away from bowman gray we are one mile from my favorite racetrack which until i came here a couple months ago didn't know what that was and now i'm familiar when you use those words and now i bet i gotta get better at scheduling because i've not been able to go to a race have you swung by and at least seen the place oh yeah i've parked and walked up in there we'll be doing that again on our way home yeah, I was hoping. I just I asked uh, his mechanic about if if there's any activity today and no activity tomorrow is the final race of the season. But I don't know. But I'm sitting here staring at this 
fairly fancy, expensive piece of machinery. You're going to talk about budgets. My man's rolling something out here. Rolling greens. Wow, that's a big fancy roller. It's got, I mean, I can still see the paint. I can read the name brand. It's still shiny. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, part. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty cool. Good for you, Ryan. Yeah, that wasn't here when we were here, I don't think. What about those zero turns? Were those zero turns here, too? Have you, yeah, he's... he's you take little, those home? That looks okay. like a home lawnmower to me. <laughs> Tells me he lives close enough he could ride that home if he had to. Well, before we get to Casey, I do want to thank Ryan McClannan for letting us come here. Reynolds Park. Sitting Without in the maintenance shop again. Yes. I love coming to Winston-Salem and eating Nashville-style chicken. We're going to try something different. Try it all, but Anyway, let's get to Casey. Let's do it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Simplot Turf and Horticulture is one of the leading turf and ornamental distributors in the United States. We share your passion for these markets and to your success. While our roots in this industry started in the western United States, we are dedicated to bringing that same high level of customer service and product quality to you as we have demonstrated out west. Our mission is to provide you, our valued customer, with a level of trust, service, and support that is unequaled in this industry. Simplot Turf and Horticulture, bringing Earth's resources to life. Coming to you from an undisclosed bunker in the turf world. A celebrity so great we had to hide him at a broke golf course to keep the paparazzi out in North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to bring you into this month's episode of Pulling Weeds and our very special prima donna guest, Casey Golf from Trinity Forest Golf Club in Dallas, Texas. I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Wow. That's the uh, that's a good intro. It's one of the best ones we've ever had. Yeah, we should get him to do them all. Just sit here and let him do no, all No, he could do them on his phone and send them to you. Just tell him who it is. Yeah, but I'm like pissing people off. Yeah, well, okay. So like I, say, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was I gotta, I gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. Thank you, Ryan, for the yeah. space. Thanks for kicking him out. Oh, yeah, we had to. Yeah. Alan's like, what do we do if he sticks around and wants to talk? We tell him to leave. Yeah, we have to tell him to leave. We're comfortable enough with him now. Can he hear us? He's right behind us. How good are these microphones? Can we talk slower? Yeah, we can whisper. Slower or quieter? (laughs) Well, (laughs) he's he's with the country. Slower's not good. That's not a good way to talk. If we talk faster, he won't understand us. Correct. Like I'm selling something. Yeah. I can't hear any of that, but it's pissing me off that there's stairs coming my way. Exactly. As long as we don't look that direction, we're all right. Yeah, this is just, one of those moments where when people look at you, they are talking about you. Well, if I turn around, I get splinters in my ass from this bench. So <laughs> I can't I'm, turn I'm around quickly s- inside. I, I can't can't do it. <laughs> Ryan, thank you. I mean, uh, Casey, thank you for being here. Ryan, thank you for letting us use the shop. Taking time while you're on this side of the country. Yeah. What you doing over here? See, seeing my parents. I haven't been home in so long. I thought, you know, I talked to Tim, and Tim said, you got to come home and see your parents. And I said... That's probably a good idea. So I came home. He gave us the shop, and I have to get a beer with him later. So that's an apparent thing. And then I called you guys, and you guys bent over backwards to come see us. Well, thank you. Uh, I follow you on Twitter. We've never met before today. Yeah. Uh, One thing I got to ask you about is the is the Casey Tough when you bounce the ball before the AJGAs. And I love you said this for the AJs and the GAs. (laughs) It's both of them. Right. It's uh, is the whole course like that? Uh, we try to keep it like that. Wow. This time of year, we're air fine. We close for a month because it's too hot in Dallas to put, be playing golf right now. Um, but we try to keep it like that. The tournament this year, we had a lot of rain. Ryan can attest to that. Yep. He was my radio holder for the tournament, <laughs> a.k.a. stemp reader. Um, but Somebody's got to do it. Somebody did it. Yeah. 
and his numbers were way off. Don't ask him what the numbers are. They're not right. We had to come in behind him and change all the numbers. Did anybody teach him how to use the stint meter before you sent him out there? No, we just sent him out there okay. thinking that he would know, and then we realized, no, he didn't. But that's okay. So we can still be friends. But, no, we try to keep it that way. We try right. to keep it really firm, really fast. Nice. It's the way it's supposed to be played. Yeah, I love it, man. I was impressed. I was like, wow. I wonder. If, I, honestly, I was wondering if it was just one little five-foot area that you could do that on. I know. It's a lot of different areas, I and it's you. great. And I like going around and – I'll post it, and I think people sort of took off with it, which is, it is what it is. It's kind of funny. Right. Um, and, and maybe it, maybe other turf managers look down on me for doing that because I don't have a beautiful green golf course, but I, I don't really care. Well, we just got through interviewing Beth Daniel, and she <laughs> talked about how brown is beautiful. You don't have to be green all right. the time. You want those firm conditions where it rolls out. Absolutely. That's the way I like to play golf because I, I hit it right out of my shadow. So if I can get another <laughs> roll and get right past the ladies' tee, I'm in perfect position. You're happy. you got a lot of acres to take care of, though, don't you? i got 100 acres of fairway, That's which it. That's is brutal. Yeah. Um, if you think about it, I have no rough mowers on my property. Uh, i got a couple zero turns that we can mow the driving range with and and uh maybe a, a pull behind but other than that we're all fairway units people are like how many fairway units you got and i'm like 12 and people are like oh my god i have 12 <laughs> fairways i got no rough mowers right it's just a beast to cut we don't even cut all fairways in one day really we can't and yeah. we only do eight thousand rounds so you're talking about you know 30 people's a busy day for us and we still can't get them done in a day that's amazing. So you've got 20 more acres than Florence Country Club put together. They're on 80 acres of well, property. You know, I did PGA Tour average is around 20 to 25 acres of fairways. If you did number 7, 9, and 14 at my place, you're 25 acres. Wow. So we just stopped maintaining after those three holes. Has anybody ever missed that fairway? It's crazy. <laughs> I play there and miss them all the time. I go to Ryan's. Well, I won't play this place. But if I go to another, of course, that's nice and private, don't you look at me. If I go to another course, seriously, though, and it's tight, I hit the fairways all day. But people miss our fairways. I don't get it. It's just that wide open. People just start slicing the ball all over the place. And um, right. even the pros miss them. Fairway question. Before we get in your history and how you ended up sitting in this chair today. Okay. And Ryan might want to pop. pop no, pipe no in. more okay. Ryan. Ryan's had his moment. This you know is when you're driving down the fairway and all of a sudden it gets a little. Oh, the zoysia. Ripple. Oh, the, it, the zoysia. Yeah. Is that what that is? Uh, I think it's when maybe it's a little healthier than ours is, if you will. Um, that zoysia stands up and kind of just takes you back and forth. I don't think ours okay. is quite healthy enough for that. And, and I say that in a, we're healthy just in a very lean sort of healthiness. Right. It's borderline thin in some areas, so we don't get that. We don't get that cart moving back and forth. I remember motion. the first time Dougie and I, who you met last night, played at the farm in Dalton, Georgia. Uh-huh. On first time I'd seen Zoysia fairways. This is some time ago, and I remember asking him what was wrong with the cart. Right <laughs> for like three or four it's holes, we're like I, I don't know. Finally, we called the golf shop, and he's like, "Man, that's how they ride on the fairways." So we're like, okay, especially okay. if they burn in the stripes. They burn in the stripes. You're all over the place. Okay, thank you. I, I didn't know. No, I, I call it the Zoysia Shake. I don't know what it officially hmm. has a term for. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. So let's talk about you. Yeah, you. Uh, how'd you get started in this business? I've never done anything else. When I turned 16, my parents bought me a car, which was really nice. I'm sorry, they handed me down my sister's car. And let's go ahead and get that out of the way. What kind of car was that? Gorgeous, gorgeous, blue 1991 Honda Accord. Hey, I 
I didn't have a blue one, but I had a 1990 Honda. No, it was, it, mine had a sunroof. It was pretty, I hear you. pretty high end, <laughs> pretty high end back then. Does so, that still have the pop up headlights, or was that after the pop up lights? Oh, that lights? was right after the pop up. <laughs> See, my '86 had, had the pop up lights. If I would have had the pop up headlights, do you realize how many girls I would have had back then? Right. They would have been like nice. Something headlights. tells me one of them would have stayed up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you had the one light up all the yeah, time. I would have had the one light. Uh. Really easy for cops to pull you out of that vehicle too. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan has stories. <laughs> stories for a life. Um, yeah, so it was Ryan, a 90, go back to cleaning the shop. It shot. was a 91 Honda Accord. <laughs> oh, the best part about the 91 Honda Accord was, you know, they had the automatic seat belts, but mine weren't automatic, so you had to duck under them. Because oh, I yeah. didn't unbuckle. I was a duck under. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty classy. Yeah. Wow. So they gave me the car, and they said, it's got a full tank of gas. I'm not sure what you're going to do with that car when it runs out of gas. Meaning... I go get you a job, so I got a job at Salem Glen here in town, um, just doing whatever. I was, I was doing everything from raking bunkers to washing carts to picking the range and doing what kids. I was smoking cigs. I thought this is the greatest job of my life. I'm making five twenty-five an hour, ripping cigs all day long. Can it get better than this? Right. I mean, can it? And it didn't. I mean, that's still the best job I've ever had in my life. Wow. Yeah. I know what you mean. So then I worked there, went to school in Colorado because I had to get out of here. And I made it two years before they asked me kindly to leave. And um, I kind of... Was that turf school? No. It was the school of hard knocks at that point in my life. I didn't really study much at all. Yeah. Um, I got great stories, though. But um, I ended up moving to Wilmington where I worked at uh, Eagle Point for John Mills who was the growing wow. super there. This is years ago. It was almost 20 years ago. And uh, then Brian took over for him. And I worked there. And then went. they said, hey, go back to school. You need to go to school. And so I ended up going to NC State and finished up school and sort of made my way through the southeast, Atlanta Athletic Club. And nice. then I was in Florida, and then I went on to Texas. Yeah, we need to talk about that. Okay. So – we haven't officially had a chance to talk about this bone I have to pick with you at the Country Club of Orlando. Yeah. Um, I love it when Tim surprises me with drama. Well, so the challenge is this, right? I mean, we'd never met, and right. we have mutual friends who set us up around a golf down there mm-hmm. at the GIS. Yeah. Okay, well, you realize when we go play golf at the GIS, it's just not competitive golf. I mean, there's some extracurricular the people, liquid m- courage, yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, they have uh, road sodas. Okay. You nor anyone at the club told us until after we were done eating lunch that we had to walk that day. <laughs> we couldn't get a buggy, and you were nowhere to be found. Couldn't complain. Six yeah. months later, you're going to Texas. I was like, it's about the carts. It That's is. the way I left. That's it. exactly right. That's why. So when I took the job in Texas, we are no carts allowed from September 1st till what? the tournament in May. We don't allow carts. At your facility. At my now. facility now. Wow. And I, it's just because I hate carts. Is that why Dixie's it, in such good shape? That's why she's in good shape. <laughs> and, and that's why <laughs> I was hoping. Yeah. See, what I did was I said, you know, these guys are coming down from the Carolinas. It's been cold. They've been, you know cooped up all winter they need to walk some weight off yes. so i just made that cart roll for the day uh, really had nothing to do with it worked else. yeah it, obviously i haven't carried a grudge about that at all no nothing you're not you didn't mention it at all today no. No. this is all new stuff perfect yeah yeah so you had to it's an easy course to walk it wasn't bad i'll have to admit but there's but no cat after nine yes <laughs> you did <laughs> yeah it's me and chuck Connolly and it doesn't matter the right, rest. That's right, the only right. two you needed to hear that we you. weren't walking 18. Yeah, it's a lot of holes. <laughs> uh, but it, 
It's a good you, property. It was a good property. They've rebuilt it since. Okay. Um, actually, my first intern took over for me when I left. His name was Josh, and he's now at Augusta Country Club. Nice. Um, he was my first intern in Atlanta when I first in 2008, and he took over after I left, and he's gone. I don't know who's there now. I'm so he got Greg's job. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did. nice. Yeah, he took he took gig. that, and uh, sometime this spring is when have he you went been over there yet? I've not. I've been to the. Uh, the national, but I, you know, it's pretty I, amazing what I see through the woods. Right, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It blew me away. Are you yeah. a golf snob like Tim and I? Yeah, total golf snob. Tim, try. I don't think we're golf snobs. We just have, we've been fortunate to play a few good places. That's what I am. Yeah. I, I, I'm an architecture snob. I don't care the condition of the golf course. I like the architecture of the golf course. You know, I want to play a golf course. You know, like this place here, you know, has history to it. Oh yeah. I don't care what condition. It could have dirt tees for all I care. I just like to see how how the architect. It doesn't have dirt tees, Ryan. Um, but it could. It could. You could do less. But I just like seeing the way older <laughs> architects use the land. <laughs> Don't you laugh at me over there. That's funny. It's in great shape. Don't listen to anything I say. But I like you looking at it. That's, right. that's right. what I, I don't like 80s to early 2000s golf. I just... I've played Fazio courses in multiple places, and I love them. I think some are beautiful, but I swear I've played golf holes that I'm like, oh, my God, I've played this hole somewhere right. else. I'm sorry if anybody's listening that's obsessed with that, but uh, it's just not my thing. I know what you mean. During the boom, yeah. when they were just building too much. Right. There. Well, uh, and there was a lot of, I think what he's trying to say, and not necessarily with Fazio, but there were, Back when Ross was doing courses, there's always sayings that he never even stepped on property, but he could do it with topo maps and things of that nature. Right. But everything was unique and, and new and different, and I think what you ran into was when you're building 100 courses on one design group in a year, how much creativity that's is there I'm when saying. you're pulling right. stock it, files it, it, and you can just exactly. grab four from and that's what I whatever think. X over there yeah, and apply right. it here. You could go to any golf course that's like in that period and see holes that are so similar, whereas they didn't have equipment. Front right bunker on every hole. Right. I mean, if you told me, if I got dropped off at a golf course, I could look at the bunkering and tell you who designed it. Yeah. You know, and I don't wow. know that that's a good thing. Um, I like to look and say, okay, you know, this uh, Perry Maxwell designed this golf course, and you can see how the land went. He didn't have bulldozers to push yeah. land around. Right. I asked Ryan today, I said, "Did uh, have you seen any old photos? Where were the trees? What was going on? And that, to me, is so fascinating. You know, what Donald Ross did at Pinehurst, what Donald Ross did anywhere, really. Sure. I mean, you look at the mountain courses, it's unbelievable. And, you know, I, I was lucky enough to play Cypress Point, and when you walk out there and you see what McKenzie did, and you're just like, yeah. That was unbelievable. All right, yeah. so have you played Augusta? Not. Mm-mm. At least we got that on him. I yeah. Know. That's the one. Yeah. He, he dropped Cypress pretty quick in this I conversation. I did. That though. was fast. What about the old course? <laughs> uh, no, I'm flying over in September. Good for you. Yeah. Where are you staying? Glen Eagles. We stayed at the Dunvegan. Yeah. 17 steps from the bar to your room. Uh, 112 steps to the 18th green. It's so good. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Hope so you have fun. I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that. I, Big group? Uh, <coughs> I don't know how many's going. I, I'm going with a group, but I don't know the total number. So Plus two, Alan. We're in. Plus two. Orlando, you said? Yeah. What's your favorite theme park when you were there? Uh, the uh, I'd say Universal. I've actually only been to Disney once when I was like a little kid. Gotcha. I never went when I was there. My brother had a, still has a season pass to uh, Universal, so I just go with him. SeaWorld? No. You can't do that after the that movie they, came they out. They killed the whale or yeah. whatever they did. What movie? I don't know. It was a, a documentary, man. Everybody was. In fact, Willie Nelson even canceled the performance. 
if Willie Nelson cancels, how am I supposed to go to SeaWorld? Was that on the Twitter machine? I must have missed that. That was years ago. It's probably uh, five or six years ago. Is it still open? Speaking of Willie in Texas. Yeah. You ever been to Lukenbach? No. Okay, I went there in 99. That was yes, sir. Where's that? Somewhere in Texas. It's a five-acre town. You ever heard the song? Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All I'm, right. I'm too high class for that kind of thing. I'm just you. kidding. So is everything bigger in Texas? Do the ants march out there? Is that better? That's what I <laughs> Is that better? Do the ants actually march in Texas? That is what I understand. You are now speaking my language. I have I, The ants march. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We could talk yeah, all about yeah. that Tracking now. all day yeah, long. I've seen Dave at Farm Aid. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Dave and Willie are BFF. Right, you know? right. Um, Willie had to cancel some shows recently, yeah. though, because he's breathing problems, which I don't know where that would have come from. So I know I had to budget this summer. I was going to see Willie or Guns N' Roses, and I picked Guns N' Roses, and then Willie canceled, so I made the right decision. Yeah, I got a phone call this morning about our Axl Rose comment. It's kind of funny you said that. Is it bad? No, it was okay. great. They loved it. Oh, cool. Yeah, we did a show last night, and what was the name of the plant? I couldn't tell you. Something that sounded like Axl Rose broke a deca- guitar. So that's what we went with. That's it. Doors named some plant, and we're like, so Axl Rose. Yeah. We just anyway. Perfect. Yes. How many podcasts have you been on? Uh, seven or eight, maybe. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. get around. So maybe I we do. should tell people I why you're around. on this one. Yeah, let's talk about it. Why am cool. I on this one? Um, I sent you an email and begged and pleaded. <laughs> no. We're going to leave that part out. No, because you called me Tom when speaking to a friend of yours originally about this, and so out of spite, <laughs> I've been continually following up on this. But This is what happens. No, um, my thought process was... Um, that we have members throughout the country, sure. throughout the world, and we always want to feature Carolina's members. So right. we can answer the question that just says, well, why do you have a guy from Texas on the show? Well, he's a Carolina's member. That's right. He's retained his membership. Yep. Still a member. Have you Fairly. really? Still yeah. a member. Wow. So that's, that's, that's legal? What? Yeah. I've been a member since I went to Atlanta. I was a member. I was a member in Florida. I took my membership to Texas. We encourage it. I, right. uh, I support this association. I think it's a great association. I think it's probably the best association in the country um as far as like what what the carolinas does for you know the two states and the local members there's members you guys still have members in florida and georgia too i mean awesome, we've man. got damon yeah did you david and i with, damon yeah. and i know each other great i mean hey, he's he used to always tell me go stay at my place down the dominican go stay there and now i moved back and i'm like <laughs> no i don't want a place to stay yeah I never took him up either. Yeah, I mean, his dog of turf scares me. Though. Yeah, yeah, Pinky. Four pounder. Yeah, yes. Pinky is she's she's vicious. So he's a guy that was over in the Caribbean, NC State guy who has retained his membership as well. And Correct. so I think that's where that's I was cool. just going with it was, it's good to have our folks whether they went to state, whether they sure stayed in the business, etc. And I think maybe we're trying to have folks on who one can help build the brand, but two haven't maybe been on a bunch of these right puts you in a different spot because you have right which is okay because you know with pulling weeds we want to be unique and a little bit different maybe but i think the key point is that we've got folks all over and that's what we want to know and that's why i mean our relationships aren't just the folks who live here yeah you know and now you get your magazine which is a key component of it i think to a lot of folks why they retain it as well is it's good information it is so and the postal service sends them all over the world they do it's amazing I get them in Texas. They just come That's right amazing. to my house. See a lot of armadillos over there? Are you in a house now? Uh, I don't have a townhome. 
So you don't have to cut grass. No, I, I have a HOA that takes care of all of my lawn, <laughs> and I would refuse. And it's funny because my um, good friend, my neighbor, says, hey, do you want to be on the HOA board? We really need somebody to look over these landscaping things. I said, no, I don't right. have any I outsource that at the yeah. office. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know anything about grass. <laughs> Man, it's great. So I passed a place the other day with some townhomes. And they're using AstroTurf now. That's what we should be using. Like those little tabletop yeah. sections well, I'm between down with it. Yeah, ours driveways, is, you know? Ours is 419. They planted the wrong plants in the shade, and they're all thinning out. And I tried to tell them. I know I didn't want to, but I was like, these aren't going to live. And they planted them. And now they're planting St. Augustine. I'm like, get out of town. Throw yeah. some little AstroTurf I squares. Think. I agree. You can hose it off if the dogs go on it. It's I perfect. know. It's perfect. So, it, it, I, I think it was in Clemson somewhere I saw it. And they're even a turf school. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, the, the, the town does their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Just like most of them. So, sorry, we got distracted. Alan, where are we? What are we doing? I want to get back. On? Now we're in Texas. Yeah. Well, we're in Texas. We've yeah. gone from Orlando to Texas. It's hot as Texas it's in the shop. That's for sure. It's hot. God, if, if this I've shop, got I've got this fan right on me, I feel great. You do have oh. beads of sweat. Am I glistening it's as the, the show goes it's, on? It's because of these lights. <laughs> so, if, I, I do have because you guys are listening, what we do is I have this condition called SAD, which is Seasonal Affective Disorder. So, they brought these lights in, and these lights are supposed to mimic sunlight, and it's supposed to, like, elevate my mood. What it says really hot. That's exactly what's going on. No. And he overtook his melatonin because he was at home last night and needed to sleep. Yeah, and that's what happened. So, he's having sweating problems. So, he's sweating. Oh, wait. We're talking about Ryan or me? Oh yeah, sorry about that. No, the lights lights are to enhance the video. Yeah, make you pop, oh, make really, you look good. Really well, he's out. got a glare coming off of this one and me. Bring out Wee. those beautiful eyes. So, zoysia grass. Yeah, that's your that's, that's your deal. That's my man. jam. Tell us about it. Well, you talking to a guy who just bought three thousand dollars worth of zoysia? Oh, you made the right choice. Good. Um, so, it, I had zoysia when I was at Atlanta Athletic Club, obviously, and when I went to Florida, back back to Bermuda grass and then when they decided they were going to build this course in Texas they wanted to use the zoysia very similar to what we had in Atlanta and uh, that's the only good thing about having a niche that's about a 1% niche is they don't want anybody else to call you know if right. they want experience so they called me and uh, I ended up there and we ended up sprigging the zoysia grass which was hilarious because when we got there everyone says you can't sprig zoysia grass, so of course once somebody tells me I can't do something, I of course do it. Yeah. And uh, it's not easy, and I had nobody to call, so we sort of made it up as we went and <laughs> ended up doing okay, I guess. But um, that's my that's my thing, you know. Like, I am a zoysia grass. I will beat the drum of zoysia grass all over this country. But what's, what's different between that and Bermuda Fairway? Uh, well, I think the playability is completely different. I think the... The firmness you can get, and I know we keep ours browner, but you can have greenish fairways and bouncy fairways on zoysia if you're maintaining it right, I think. Like, especially Xeon or something, you just really bouncy fairways. Whereas the Bermuda is so grainy to me, and, and like putting around greens, I just have a hard time with it. It's like bouncing and everywhere. The zoysia to me is much smoother to putt around greens. Um, I like the way the ball sits on it. I like. People always say, well, what about divots and recovering? Well, you don't really make a divot. Your divot's about the size of you know, a half of a dollar, whereas a Bermuda grass divot you know, kind of blows right. out. And of course, a bent grass divot is a beaver belt <laughs> flying out of the ground. And I just think that it's that 
I guess, firmness under your under your club when you hit the ball. It almost bounces in. And for people that hit the ball fat like me, it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> I come back and play Bermuda, and it's just I hear you. fat all over the golf course. So you're zoysia, tee to green. It's tee to green. Wow. Yeah, the greens are Bermuda. But one, one type of zoysia? One type. It's uh, It used to be called L1F, but I know. I know. Roll your eyes. Yeah, they renamed it Trinity after <laughs> us because we're the greatest. Uh, did they really? They really did. Wow, that's awesome, man. Well, they, they had to name it something. And right. right now, currently, we're the only golf course in the world with a wall-to-wall. Wow. Yeah. And they're planning a course. Actually, on the other side of Dallas, a club shut down. They're doing tees and fairways right now. So you have to. So you, you sprigged the whole place? Uh, uh, we sprigged 70 out of 100 acres. Isn't the challenge just the, the time? Time. The time to grow it the in. The time. Right? And... Um, Finding a right sprig rate, because if you're going off Bermuda sprig rates, Bermuda sprigs can be three, four inches long. The Zoysia sprigs were an inch long. Yeah. So you're like saying, okay, well, the high rate of Bermuda is 800 bushels per acre. So we go out at 800 bushels and it's like nothing went out. And you're saying, ah, what did we do? So we actually changed that to 1200 later. Uh, and now it took full, two full growing seasons. Growing seasons, not years. So for us, a growing seasons April to October, April to November. Are you grooming fairways all the time? So yeah, we constantly w- brushes on everything. We have brushes on our fairway units. We have um, uh, fairway units dedicated strictly for verticutting. So we'll go out and verticut them often. We just did our full aerification. We verticut them at 500 below two directions. So it's it's a lot I of growing. Saw that. So is it kind of similar? to some cultural practices that we're seeing on these ultra dwarfs here where you can just agitate the grass yes. and the more you mess with it the better it grows it's great it, this is it's true because what happened was recently soon we don't fertilize i mean we hadn't fertilized our grass since before the tournament so april and um so it was getting pretty lean we were going to fertilize after we've after we aerified and we don't pull cores we do solid time aerification but um we verticut them, put the sand out, and it was like you put a pound of in on them. And we're thinking, oh my God, just that agitation caused them to grow. I guess we're not going to, we have all this fertilizer, just stack it. We're just not going to put it out. Um, we, Al, Tim, yeah. mm-hmm. don't just drive home next time. Yeah. Bring some of it. We need it. Yeah, that's yard. what you need. Yeah, if you got anything. stacks. Yeah. Oh, stacks. We got a hunt club, too. Yeah. No, no, it's no, stacks we of don't. fertilizer, not stacks of grass. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. We have food plots. Oh, you that need, need to grow. You need the fertilizer. Yeah, that's our yards. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just, use it. Yes. I'll call. I'll call my local Harold's rep and get them to ship it this Ooh, way. Nice. Yeah. I just threw a plug in. Yeah. I did. You did. You, you see did. how that worked out? I did. I'm not going to pay me. <laughs> I think they won't, especially with Simplot being the sponsor. It's yeah. going to be real funny. Yeah. So, so, uh, I don't even use Harold's anymore. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mr. Jack and the third. Yeah, I, Sorry. Yeah. I didn't put him up to any of this. Let's talk food. <laughs> Let's talk food for a second. Let's talk it. Do you eat barbecue? I love barbecue. North Carolina Eastern. Vinegar. Mustard based? Yes. Vinegar. No, vinegar. Vinegar. No. I'm with you. That's the way yeah, it's the only way. I moved to Texas and they're all like, hey, let's get barbecue. And I'm like, this is brisket. This is beef. The, oh, we have right. pork. No, you don't have pork. I eat Eastern North Carolina barbecue, and the Eastern North Carolina barbecue has mustard-based potato salad with it, okay. which yeah, is yeah, yeah. perfect. Right. You know, this area, like the Lexington barbecue, I don't really care for that much. But when I, li- I lived uh, six years in Eastern North Carolina, so that's my jam. Like right. Smithfield barbecue. Yes, and, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, do you find it funny that when they refer to barbecue in Texas, they're actually talking about the the stainless steel thing on the back deck? Yeah, yeah, they they, they are. And, and <laughs> it's not the meat or the food; say, it's that's the grill. And they say burnt ends, and I'm like, 
What? Now, burn ends. I'll do some burn ends now. But I want to do a pork shoulder, and I want all the vinegar and like some <laughs> spice in there. That just reminds me of football. Right. So you're not plant-based. I am not plant-based. <laughs> okay. I am not a plant-based person. Are you a Wolfpack yeah. football in the country? Yeah, I am. I grew up in northern West Virginia, um, land of the beauty of everything. And uh, my family tree has branches. I've heard all the jokes. But um, you my, still wear flip-flops. It's still okay. wear flip-flops. My, my entire... No idea what y'all talking about. <laughs> My entire family went to WVU, okay. so I'm a huge WVU fan because I went to all the games until I we moved here when I was 16, 15, yeah. and uh, so I'm still a huge fan, but when they play each other like they will this year, I'll cheer for State. Oh, they're playing each other they this played, year? Well, they were supposed to play last year. I was flying in for it, but they got canceled because of hurricane. Hurricane, yeah. Was they're playing here? Uh, in WVU, in Morgantown. Y'all still got family up there? Uh, I still, My grandparents' land is still there, and the house is on it. Nobody lives in it. Uh, but I could go stay in it. I was just figuring that was pretty, getting closer to the before the branch thing. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't have. A, I have a really small family, so I don't have like all the cousins and all the rest of the West Virginia stuff. You got brothers, sisters? And one brother and one sister. No, older. I, uh, one sister that's older. Ryan knows her really well. He he's in love with her. I said it. Called him out right here oh, on the radio. High school crush. Give me a break. High school oh, wow. crush. And I have a brother who is uh, 34, but I have no cousins. My parents, I don't have any cousins, nothing like that. My dad's an only child, so. Wow. Yeah, small family. So you're going to stay in Texas. You done? Uh, you know, I I don't know. Wherever the good Lord takes yeah. you. Yeah, I, I don't ever make plans. I have to sign a new deal starting um, September 1st, which I'm working on with ownership right now, and we'll see how long that takes me till. Wow. So your strategy to work on that with ownership is to leave for three days? Yes. I like it. Bingo. Let them I, get to it. I sent them an email and <laughs> said, do you want me to hold out like Zeke? Because I can buy a plane ticket down to uh, down to Cabo with him and hang out on the beach. Uh, sorry, Zeke, if you don't know, everybody in Dallas is a Cowboys fan except me. So they're all Zeke Elliott people. <laughs> Talk about that. I'm a Panthers fan still. Still. Nice. Still. Nice. Yeah, they played, it, they played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving a couple years ago. Went to the game. It was great. Wow. So, Core Crenshaw. Best ever. So I'm I'm a Ross junkie, mm-hmm. but I have significant admiration for every core Crenshaw place I've ever been. Sure, like Chessy, and I mean the way they can take a piece of land and make it seem like it's been there forever. Right, it's They're phenomenal. It's it's not just that; it's the kind of people they are. They're such good people. Uh, when Ben comes to the course he comes to the maintenance shop you know he came down and saw the guys during the tournament uh bill course the same way calls me doesn't go to the golf shop or the clubhouse and they've taught me so much i don't think they meant to teach me anything i think just by paying attention and me just saying oh my god look what they're doing well you start seeing what ryan's showing me today at his course and saying oh this is perry maxwell look how they did this and this and I can see that now, where I don't think I could see that before. Nice. And how, because they do. They use the land like older architects did. They're not pushing and making these mounds and stuff. And then just how good of people they are. When when we finished and we opened, I got a handwritten letter from Ben, signed, saying, thank you for growing in a golf course. And Wow. I don't, who does that? You know, who okay. sends you a handwritten? It could have been, it, even if he wasn't famous, it could have been just Joe Architect 
But if he would have done that, that's something nobody else does. Yeah, right. And that sort of relationship, whenever they have turf questions, they get owners of other courses. Oh, you're in the South? Well, here, call Casey or call Rusty Mercer down at Streamsong. And they say, hey, you're going to this area. Call these guys. They know. And they don't try to be experts at anything that they're not. You know, Bill went to Wake Forest. He's from Lexington. Um, <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Ryan. That's, that's an oil rag. Um, but no, Bill is Bill's from this area, grew up in this area, went to Wake Forest. So I know, you know, knowing the same things he does. And do they? I I, I don't know. Do they want to hear what you have to say? Everything as as you move forward, mm-hmm. they obviously have built some trust. Absolutely. So, so when you say, "Hey, Bill," I don't know if that bunker on the left is going to work. Stupid example, but you so see what I mean? this year we rebuilt number ten. Nobody just <coughs> just never really worked. Ryan liked it, but nobody else liked it. Um, but no, seriously, it just never really fit with the golf course. We didn't think because it has all these waste areas, and we don't really have that. And so he sent one of his guys out, his bunker shaver, Jeff, and Jeff sort of shaped it. And then I just text Bill and said, "Bill, I'm just going to go ahead and flag this fairway line, so you don't have to come out." And he's like, "I trust you. You know what you're doing." And so I flagged the fairway line, and it's just once they build that trust with you, it's it's really good. And, and even when he was flagging fairway lines for the golf course, I'd say, "Bill, it's going to be tight to get a mower <laughs> around." He's like, "Oh, there's nothing magical about that. Move that flag. Come out after I'm gone. Move the flags to wherever you think you can mow." And I'm thinking. Really? Well, that's, that's a lot. You know, that's a lot so, of trust. Right. You wouldn't think he might want to touch his baby. Well, that's what I'm getting at because heard, I've heard some stories from some others um, that there's zero communication. There's no feedback. It's Absolutely. This is how it is. This yeah. is what's going down. You have to grow it after I walk away. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that some guys just have their associates on the property. Correct. Whereas every green complex at our place, Bill Core shaped. I know Pinehurst, he did the same thing. I know every course he does. He has his own sand pro. What? This is actually a story. Can I interject here? Yeah. This is why we're here. He so. had a sand pro that he used for sand hills, all the way back to sand hills. So you're talking early 90s, and it shaped all the greens that he had ever imagined. Wow. And, and if, if anybody's listening from this network soon, they're going to know what I'm talking about. He the sand pro finally died when they were doing dormy club, and behind the second tee, they dug a grave and had a ceremony for it and buried it. So there was his his famous. So it's sand. still there. Oh no! Somebody found out about it, and Bill showed me a picture two weeks ago. They found it and dug it up. So if you're, if you're listening from me at me from Dormy Network, which I know you are, Clint, you better put that sand pro back. He, Bill was like, they dug it up, and he's got a picture of it. I mean, this almost warrants a call to. I mean, the, this is Billy really Lewis is Billy's the superintendent. Yeah, Clint, and he's on our board. Yeah. So I mean, I need to call Billy and be like, hey man, what's going on over there? So he, Bill wants to know. He's fine if they put it up in the party. He, he actually so was stole it. No, 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 no. But the oh. club dug it up yeah. to be a sure. memorialized or something, and we thought, man, it would have been almost cooler if they would have put a headstone right. on yes. it or something with a picture keep, of it to keep people away. But yeah, he sent me pictures, and it was all crushed down in the ground and he has a new sand pro now but wow um is behind number two t at dormant club it was a secret but it's dug up now so i mean that thing would have lasted him 20 years probably then at least yeah 20 from sand hills to dormy yeah that's at least 20 
I forget about the dormy club that they did too, yeah. right? And so it was it was memorialized back there. So he wants to know what the dormy because they got the new dormy network, and he's like, I wonder if they put it in the club. I wonder what they've done to memorialize. It. I hope they've done something good to memorialize. We're it. gonna be down there this fall, so you so, can see what we're talking about. So if anybody, up. Clint Holbert, if you're listening, Billy Lewis, Bill wants to know what you guys did with the Sam Pro. Memorialize Heck, I want to know too. I'll yeah. check on it when we get there. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't you hook us up, and why don't you see if we can get Bill on as our first architect? Okay. How good would that I be? I bet I can get Bill to do it. We could go see him, but I think that'd be phenomenal with some of the work that they've done in the Carolinas. Sure. Well, selfishly in yeah, the Carolinas, absolutely. but all over the world. I mean, just seems like great people. Now I'll um I'll ask him, and you know I'll ask Ben, and if Ben's I'm trying to think if there's any events that Ben would he's they're probably down at Pinehurst right now. For the AM, yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Hmm. And had I thought of that, I should have just called him. Well, now, who was that that I saw? Who was I seeing? They bought the Ross house recently uh, down there at Piners. I think they put Gill up in it when he renovated or something. Oh, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. Anyways, I don't moving know. Moving right along. All right. What else we got to talk about today, huh? I don't know. What have we missed? What you want to talk about? Yeah. Well, you know. What about I, you? I, you know, I, I've done this little social media push, and I won't get really into it because I'm not trying to do promoting anything, but I just want you guys to know that, you know, I came out and talked about my anxiety and my depression issues, and, you know, I'll be honest, like, I have a good support network now. I have friends. I have therapists. I have, you know, somebody like Ryan and I actually talk about stuff like this all the time. We talk on the phone often, and it's not how's your golf course. It's how are you doing and now that it's getting into that stressful time of the year, and guys, I mean, can be struggling this time of year, you know, it's okay to talk to people, and you don't have to be alone. And that's more of my message. It's okay to express yourself that way. Um, I'm not trying to say I'm here to diagnose anybody. It's just if you feel like you're down or you need some help with anything and you're really stressed and it's going home, you know, go see a therapist. Go see somebody and talk to them. And it's hard because we're men. Yeah, no men want to do that, but you can do it. You can call people. You could call Ryan. You know, I call Ryan, but it's just if you have that outlet, then you don't take that stuff home, and you can still have a good home life, and you can let that stuff go because it's hard. Oh yeah, it's a hard job. It's a hard job when it's ninety-eight degrees or it's ninety-five outside right here, and it's one hundred and three inside. Yeah, it's 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 a hundred percent humidity out there, and there's right. guys in this area growing bent grass, and I'm thinking. It's stressful. That's yeah. a st- this is a stressful time of year, and if you're feeling stress, you don't have to hold it in. You can let that stuff go. You can go see right. someone, and that's sort of been my whole social media thing. And like I said, I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole. We could talk for hours about it, but I I, I just like saying that every time I'm talking to somebody, I like saying that. Well, no, and I think question we ask each other every time we talk. How are you? How are you? How are you? you? Not yeah. How not your how's your golf course? Oh, not right. how is. <laughs> Annalise, um, not how is yeah. Uh, he, he did. He did ask how is Annalise today. That's my girlfriend, but not he, your sister. Now her name's <laughs> Kelly, and he always asks how she's doing. But that's after Annalise. Um, but at the same time, he always calls and says, "Hey, how are you?" And yeah. I say, "You know, I'm doing pretty good right now. I've, you know, uh, you know, if you're not happy for yourself, you can't be happy with everybody else." Right. You know, if you're not doing good for yourself, you can't be good to your family. You can't be good to your golf course. You can't be good to your employees. So, how do you make yourself good? How find somebody to talk to? Find somebody because there's no reason for you to feel that way. There's no reason when you can talk to people. Right. I, sure. commend, I commend you on that, man. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. I do. And, and it's just been tough because it's a male-driven industry, and a lot of men think it's kind of we right. or whatever you want right. to call it. Um, 
But I, I'm going to stand up and I'll talk about it. I'm well, not afraid. Well, here's what I've learned personally in the last decade mm-hmm. is that, number one, as you stereotyped us as all adult males. Yes. Which is fine because we all are, especially in this industry, is that all day long we solve everybody's problems. Yes. Everybody comes to us with their problems and we solve them. Correct. So if we can solve everybody else's problems, then we obviously can solve our own so we don't need anybody. Right. And I think you got to get past that first hurdle to realize that there are people who have spent their entire lives training professionally in different sciences. Correct. That can affect the synapses in your brain. I mean, we're talking actual physical things that go on. Um, And so I guess where I'm rambling is that you can't solve all your own problems. Mm -mm. There are professionals out there. Go see somebody. Yeah. You can Google them. I don't care if it's a psychologist. I don't care if it's a psychiatrist, clinically based. I don't care if it's a therapist. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just go find that professional help. Right. Because a lot of times those friends that you call and you talk to, are going to be just as scared to go find that person too. Right. You're right. And you guys may just be running yourselves in some circles. Sure. Thinking you're making solutions when you're maybe really not helping yourself. Oh yeah, that's So uh, that's the first thing yeah. I've always said is go see somebody because if you're not seeing somebody who like you said is a medical professional, I can't diagnose you. I mean, and what? You can't come to me and say I'm feeling this. I don't know. I have a degree yeah. in this, but what I can say is all these doctors do, if you go see those doctors and maybe you do have an actual physical problem that you need some sort of medication for, and, and maybe that medication will change you. You know, maybe talking those things through and finding, you know, my therapist and I, I see a therapist weekly and I'm not ashamed to say it, but what I say is when I came in, I was a, I was a toolbox, an empty toolbox. And what she does is she gives me the tools so I can take care of these things myself. I now say, oh, I need a hammer out of my toolbox because I'm feeling this way. Oh, I have a hammer in my toolbox. I need a screwdriver out of my toolbox. I have that in my toolbox. And I still go weekly. It's not like I'm some sort of expert. It's just every week I'm learning more on how to deal with things on your own because you need to deal with it on your own. Well, I think a perfect example of that hammer, for instance, right? So, again, personal insight. Um, Anger issues. Sure. So let's just touch on that real quick. We'll stereotype all adult, grown, male men. Mm-hmm. Unless you have three daughters, I'm convinced you have anger issues. Sure. And the only reason if you have three daughters you don't is because you're not allowed to raise your voice in the home. Yeah. So you have to learn how to be passive. Um, right. But I guess where oh, your tool, your hammer. Yeah. What I've learned with the anger side of it is this. And it just seems like something is simple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go get yourself a, a little mead or steno pad. Mm-hmm. One of those that fits in your pocket, for instance. Put a pen in it. And write that down. Right. So if something upsets you, just write it down. Take your action in your pen. Yeah. Okay, it's gone from your mind now. Sure. It's been expended. You didn't have to yell at anybody. You didn't have to take action. Right. And you can put it in there. You can move on. Right. Continue to journal all those things that make you angry. And then at the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the month, you can go back and you can revisit those. Sure. And you can find your own stress points. Right. Your own triggers. So my, my point is your hammer. Right. I, I keyed on the hammer and the sure. anger thing. But, yeah, if you've got 
if somebody can help you find your hammer, your screwdriver, etc., to get you back to carrying around a full set of tools where you can solve problems again, right? It's okay. Go see somebody. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's just be just get good over the to hurdle. yourself. If you're good to yourself, think how good you can be to everybody else. Don't it, wait. No, don't wait till you have a heart attack to go see a doctor. Right. Go now. And, and be a grown I man mean, that's going been, to the doc every year. Oh well, that's another thing. If if you're going to the doctor, especially as we age and we have to go and get appointments that we don't really want to have the why, big p the, yeah <laughs> and, and i mean nobody wants to enter an exit but right. sometimes you got to get it done but if you're going every year to get checked up then why aren't you getting your mind checked up why are you just getting your body checked up when your mind and, and you know there's been high-end superintendents one at a top 100 that's taken his own life on the golf course yeah. and, and yeah. it's and that just it, it we can't have that. No, no. That is not. That means in his mind, it was his safe place to go and do that. It's like a dog when they leave the house and they go to the. It's that's not. That's not right. Never. And that we need to change that. And I've said, you know what? I'll be the, I'll be the, ridiculed person or whatever that is. I don't care. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to say this isn't right and we need to change this. Bravo. Yeah. And I th- and I think again, not to be cautious. Yeah. But um. I think it's awareness. It's as simple it's as that. Is. Um, I'm seeing it in more and more fields, actually. Absolutely. Um, even in the scientific community. Um, and some of those folks that graduate assistants, for instance, in STEM programs that are helping each other through using social media right. and what they're learning from their own independent outlets. And so I, I think the message is pretty clear. Uh, if you trust us at all, if you got any sense of who the hell are Tim and Casey and Al, all I would say to you is this: If you got any inkling at all, yeah, call me if you want somebody to talk to, and I'll help you. Yeah, you know, Same I'm not. With me. Don't, 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 don't take it home. No, if you want to call me, I will literally get on the internet for you. I will say Blue Cross Blue Shield, whatever you have, and you can just type onto their website and say therapist that they have. Well, and here's the best and part: you just right? Pick up the phone call. It's you hit a good part. point. Insurance actually will cover this for most people too. Absolutely. My, my appointments are 25 bucks, And that's just because you have a copay. Yeah. And if you had a different plan with the lower or whatever, higher right. deductible, you probably wouldn't even have the copay to take care right. of. Right. So, it's just part and of it, my and plan. It, and it, maybe it's not weekly, but look, all I'm saying is this. We're professionals. People sure. come to us to solve problems. There's professionals out there to help you solve your problems. Yeah. And, and I didn't mean to get on the soapbox, and I just wanted to kind of talk about it no, I think for a second. Ma'am. Please. Yeah, Ryan, come the, on. The bad part about it is since we've been open about this, you know, I did the article in Caroline's Green back in earlier this year and since we put this out in the open so many guys have come to us behind the scenes and said I'm so glad you're addressing that I'm so glad you're attacking the stereotype but it's disappointing that 90% of it is behind the scenes because until we debunk the stereotype it's not going to get any better well I don't know that we can do that either because I I think we're talking about that's more of a national, that's a cultural thing. Well, in the way we grew up, yeah, learning disabilities or, sir, I hate to go down that road, but no, there were always so many things that were associated negatively right. with any type of mental challenges. Sure. And I don't even mean that, and a mental challenge doesn't have to be something, the point is it's not a right or a wrong thing. No. It, it's to get you moving in the, uh-oh. Here we go. Yes, sir. He's, he's sitting now. He sat the down next is, to me. I'm sorry. You're good. Jump in. Uh, the point is, if you go we have to learn not, it's acceptance isn't the word. Okay. Everybody preaches acceptance and acceptance isn't the word. We have to stop attacking each other. 
we have to stop it and I know that that goes back to the Sesame Street thing and blah 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 but that's the truth we have to stop because you have a problem that I don't have if I attack you for it and the uh, the inverse of that is if someone if someone says something you don't agree with if your reaction is to go on the defensive immediately you get nowhere I think the point is it, we're all trying to you, say the same thing. Yeah, it's right. okay well, you have to, to have. You ends of the spectrum sitting right here. High end, low end. And I'm not, that's not self-deprecating. That's high end, low end. In Budgets. The, in the turf yeah. Budgets. That's Budgets. 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 Correct. We have common ground. Yeah. When we talk to each other, how often do we talk about grass? Not a lot. You have Twitter for that. You don't have to talk about it. Yeah. My point. Learn to find common ground that's not 419. L1F, what do you call it? It's called Trinity. Trinity. L1F Zoysia. Call it Trinity. It's that's the name. L1F Zoysia. Find something other than that to talk about. Yeah, and it's okay too. Unless it's that's Auburn it. football. That's it. Unless yeah. it's Auburn football. And it's okay too. What about NASCAR? We can talk about. I love talking about NASCAR. Do you? Are you a NASCAR guy? No. Huh. Okay. No. Yeah. I no, stopped, let's not I, talk about NASCAR I, today. I stopped Alan. watching NASCAR when Dale Jr. and I heard about the Golden accident. Cow, yeah. He's fine, though. Right. Yeah. Family's fine. I had to share that with him. Wow, yeah. But I, I think I stopped watching when Dale Jr. was gone. Right. I couldn't tell I anybody that's out there. Do you know where you were when he passed? Can when, you remember? Uh, you know how people living say in like, when the Challenger oh, crashed or uh, any of that? Well, the Challenger was, I was like five. You weren't right. awake. Uh, yeah, but, with you. Uh, but the uh, Dale when Dale Earnhardt died, it was in I was in Wilmington. That's all I remember. I don't. I was know. in the clubhouse at Fort Jackson. We were making the turn, and the the race was on live. Oh. And I remember seeing him hit the wall, thinking, "Oh man!" Right. And we went out and finished, and then came in, and he had died. Yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, yeah. Weird. So yeah, we don't we don't follow NASCAR around here. That's fine. No. I'm just trying but to. Did you want to talk about NASCAR, Alan? No. That's another day, another subject. We got Ryan out of here, so we wouldn't talk yeah, about we NASCAR got him out, with you. So we don't talk about NASCAR. Yeah. Anymore. Exit NASCAR plan. So, it was born. It's got a mama. It's got a mom. Is that why it used to be Winston series? Yeah, it's the Winston yeah, Cup. Yeah. No, I, thank you. Oh, right. Right. Yes. Days of Thunder. <laughs> Days right. of Thunder. That's real NASCAR. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbin's racing. <laughs> oh, it got me with that one with the wink afterwards. Uh, all right. So is it you're closed right now? Uh, yeah, we open back up on Monday, but we okay. our members typically our members are out of town until right. about September first. What's the average income of your member? B, because with a B, <laughs> well said. Yeah, there's no M's. There's that extra oh. digit that throws you into the B. That sounds like one of my buddies who said, "Yeah, I live down there." Um, is it St. Simons? Yeah, right next to Sea Island. Uh huh. He said, yeah, I'm over here on the island with the millionaires. The billionaires live over there. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's a good way to explain the place down there. Yeah, we only do about 8,000 rounds a year. and That's yeah. a lot for a club like yours, huh? Yeah, you'd think with it closed for a month. But we do some Monday outings in the fall. I don't do know. you? Yeah, a couple Monday outings. For some local, like, first tees and folks, so charities, we, we even have a, we, So on our property, we have the 18 championship holes, and then on the other side of the road, we have a driving range. SMU, we, SMU plays yeah. out of our place, so they've got a huge practice facility. We've got a nine-hole par three course that Ryan insists that he's going to take care of one day. And then we have a uh, first tee facility that we donated the land and we maintain for them. They built a huge, like, clubhouse and they have all learning this stuff. center yeah so it's That's um cool. nice so we do have first tee events like charity where they yeah. come in and 
the know, donors can come play. Come play, and then that money goes to the first team. And we also the club actually has a foundation. So, for example, this. I, I think I could talk about this. It's no problem. So this summer, one of the high-end clubs in Dallas is sh- shutting down to rebuild. So we offered a um, you get member benefits if you pay, I'm not going to tell you the amount, but an amount that will just go to our foundation. Wow. And then you get the member benefits. And so that's all charity money. And then if those people decide they want to join later, they can take that amount off of the, well, right now we're 175 to join so they can take that off of the 175 that's 175 dollars right correct yes yeah correct Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes no i i was i've got a membership drive i was jiggling around in my pocket yeah Yeah. i was like i got that i got 175 yeah doll hairs not dollars doll hairs (laughs) (laughs) yes oh we are close down there um so are you having any immigration issues no we do e-verify so everybody for us is legal people so we don't have any issues. We're I just far. meant like physically on the land. Oh, like no, you're far, far enough away from the border. Yeah, we're like seven hours. You know, the problem I hear is they swim that far. No the drug mules run across. When I go into stores, they all speak Spanish to me because I'm <laughs> Italian, dark looking. skinned, <laughs> and um, so I walk into any store and people you pull speak, your hat down with your glasses oh on God, too. God. and they're like, "Hola, cómo And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." But then when I'm in Europe, everybody speaks English to me. They're like, "Oh, hey, how are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, what is it? What is it? Am I not? Am I too too you're white, white for European? Yes, you're you're but American. In, in Texas, I'm too Hispanic for them. That's I don't pretty know. funny. But we do have. Do you know Spanish? Do you speak it well? Uh, I speak it well enough to communicate with the guys on the golf yeah, course. Nah, I got gotcha. you. I wouldn't call me any sort of. I you have maintenance. Call, I, I'm, I'm I'm good enough. I can get around Mexico. I can get around Spain. Um, you can drink and you can find a bathroom. Yeah, I can do both of those things. Senor Baño, that's yeah. what I was called. Yeah. Cause all, that was the only word I knew. Don't just start my biblioteca. That's a good voice you got there. Thanks, Hudson. It that's sounded good. almost like uh, Antonio Banderas <laughs> in like, The Cat. What was that movie? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the what he reminded me of. Yeah. Man. All right, so um, first and foremost, thank you. Yeah, yep. thanks, guys. Because... You're here on vacation, mm-hmm. which is personal time. Sure. With your family yeah. and your friends and your therapist. Mm-hmm. And so... Dealing with us. I, I just want to say thanks, seriously, because yeah. time is valuable. Yeah, it's I all we've got it. left. Yeah. Um, and for you to take some out this morning, for us to be able to carry a message out to some others, I appreciate it. And um, for your ardent support of the Carolinas all the time, man. Yeah, always. Love you guys. Best, like I said, best, best organization, I think, out there. Keep up the good work on all Twitter. Right. I enjoy yeah. that. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Thank you, Casey. Yeah, and if anybody ever needs anything, seriously, don't be bashful. Pick up the phone. Send an email, a text. I put my cell phone out there. It's easy. We're easy to find on the Twitter machine, but call us. If you don't want to call anybody else, call us, and we'll help you. Yeah, absolutely. Fair For enough. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, guys. What Thank do you think? You. We're good? That's great. All right, so I got to tell you, Alan, I think that was a great episode there. I think Casey had a lot of information to share, um, not only about his grass, but the grass growing on his head and what's stuck inside of it. Well, he shared a lot of good information. Funny dude, good sense of humor, self, uh, self-aware. self You know, he, he doesn't mind helping somebody and putting himself out there to help somebody. That That's important. So, And Zoysia. He's got a Zoysia golf course. Well, look, you know, I think if anything – some people can take a note of is uh he's not afraid to be don king he's a heck of a self-promoter and i think that there's a, there's a line there that guys could learn from and do a little bit more of their own self-promotion yep follow um, him on twitter man he's a good follow well and i just mean it's a good thing 
for guys to be seen out of the shop, right? We've got a reputation as, as being the unsung, unseen hero. And as we move forward in this profession, we need to be seen more. We need to be more visible. We need to be talking to members. We need to be in the golf shops. We need to be in front and center making these decisions. And so the ability to promote yourself is, is, is a fine line there. And, I, and I'm not saying anything negative towards him. I think that people could take a page from that book and learn a little bit about it's okay. You know, when you're successful, to let those around you know in a in a approachable manner. Yep. Speaking of self promotion, you can still order hats, can't you, Tim? With our pictures on them. Are yeah, I low? think we've only got four or five left. Okay. But Total. I mean, not like styles. I mean, like we're down to singles in like three or four different selections. Good. That's yes. Great. So call the office. And for all of you who listened to the last podcast, I think I used the wrong phone number. So I'm not even going to mention it. So just go to our website and look up the phone number there. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Casey Koff, thank you for uh, taking time to sit down with us and let us pick your brain. Ryan, again, thank you for the shop and the seats. I really appreciate the uh, the little rag to wipe the uh, sweat off my head while we were doing the interview. That's a very nice touch. You had some beads rolling. I did. Your newly shaved head. I did. I asked Brian Green the other day at Lonnie Poole why they didn't have the uh, the people with the the iced hand towels driving around every two holes to cool us off and he laughed he said are you serious i said well they do it at harbortown <laughs> we're not at harbortown not at harbortown thank y'all for listening pulling weeds bye-bye see you thank you for listening to pulling weeds brought to you by simplot turf and horticulture want to become a member of the carolinas gcsa visit carolinasgcsa.org for more information or call the office at 800-476-4272. Follow the show on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds or on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.